0: Would you please pray with me? God of great beginnings, of starting overs and starting anews and starting years, be with us this morning, creating something new within each of our hearts. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be glorified in your sight for you, oh God, are our rock and you are our redeemer, amen. My childhood best friend is a truly amazing human as I'm sure all of your childhood best friends are also, but she's smart and she's funny and she's beautiful and she's brilliant And not just like in a casual, brilliant way, but in like a perfect SAT score kind of way. And as a slightly competitive child, I remember constantly having to eat humble pie. Any game with any sort of strategy involved, she would inevitably destroy me. But there was one game that I loved to play. And somehow, the board game gods, time and time again, would smile upon me in the game of life. Where with your little car, you would start here and proceed along the adventure through gaining a spouse and kids, a career, a house. My friend would always be flummoxed at the end when I would reign victorious at the bougie retirement center that was somehow the final goal and now seems slightly macabre. In every way, I should not have won this game. And while the arbitrary spinner led me to success, we know that in our world, we don't all start from the same place. We don't all start here. The systems of power and privilege advantage some while silencing others. And yet in our world, as in the game, we have to all start somewhere. We have to start where we are. We have to start here. And this is where we find ourselves in scripture today, at the start, at the beginning of Jesus's ministry. Jesus has just returned from the desert where he faced temptation the temptations of power and privilege. Deny God, the devil whispers, and you can rule these kingdoms. Deny God and these riches will be yours. But Jesus knows that the denial of truth and self is no place to start. And so here we find him, starting here. And in this scripture, as is often the case in our lives, this beginning happens not neatly. It wasn't pretty or perfect, and honestly, the timing seemed a little off. Jesus starts his ministry amidst danger and fear. As John the Baptist, his cousin and fellow religious revolutionary, is arrested by Herod Antipas and eventually beheaded. Jesus starts his ministry not after tension subsides, but in the midst of heightened tension. He starts where he is, he starts here, and he starts now. Time after all is of the essence. Jesus also does not start his ministry with throngs of powerful supporters. He does not have a diverse group of leaders to help him in the different areas of evangelism. At the start of this passage, Jesus is totally alone, but he has to start somewhere. He's telling people of God's kingdom coming soon. Some might even say immediately. Jesus is telling people to repent and hear the good news. And with this message, Jesus continues on his way, alone. No one seems eager to follow the man crying out, repent, on the street corner. But on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, Jesus sees four brothers. And with a simple and true message, come, and I will make you fishers of humanity These brothers immediately stop the work and the lives that they've known. They leave their families behind and they start here. Because Jesus knew that he needed good people to be with him on this journey. This is the story of a beginning. Starting here by the sea in Galilee, In the midst of fear and tension and violence and persecution, it is a story that started alone, but grew with a few men on boats to the far flung edges of the world. And it is a story that changed everything. It is a story that, as people of faith gathered here, has changed each of us. And it had to start somewhere. Starting, beginning, is hard. It denies our human instinct to stay in stasis. That old principle of inertia from high school science. Objects, and maybe people too, stay in motion until acted upon by an equal or opposite force. We found ourselves needing to start, to begin, And yet sometimes we found ourselves unable to build that momentum. Our complacency leaving us catatonic. But starting in all its uncomfortableness is what we are made for. It is in beginning that we learn and grow and stretch. It is in beginning that we come to know more of ourselves and one another and of God. My life is currently framed by beginnings, as this year is a litany of first. First smiles and first laughs, first teeth and first foods. And several weeks ago, we had our first days of daycare, where we packed a bag and placed Eliza in her little car seat carrier and headed off. I don't know why, I thought this first day would be easy. In my mind, I imagined being filled maybe with my own emotions as I dropped my little Eliza off at Miss Evelyn's so that she may know how many people there are in this world to love and care for her. And part of me was sad that morning as the little cocoon of our family was broken open into the world. And I also must confess, part of me was overjoyed that morning for the hours ahead where I could fully devote myself to work that I truly feel called to doing. And then (laughs) I got the messages. Does Eliza typically cry for long periods of time? My heart sank a little. Does Eliza frequently not? finish a bottle? Does Eliza have trouble going down for a nap? My hunger-striking, sleep-deprived baby was scared. And throughout the next two weeks, I got messages. I think you might need to pick her up. Are there any tricks or ways you or your husband comfort Eliza? Are there any toys or animals or blankets that you use for soothing? Is there anything, anything, anything at all we can try? We were starting here. And for a little one who hasn't been held by many people and other than our nature walks, hasn't really been anywhere outside of our home, it was scary and unfamiliar. She felt vulnerable and unsure. Author Brene Brown reflects on beginnings in her podcast, Unlocking Us. Beginnings are FFTs, frustrating first times, as she refers to them. Because the first time we do anything, it's hard. It's scary, it asks that we are vulnerable and that we acknowledge our own lack of control and that sometimes we actually don't know a lot. Brene Brown says, something that I've seen over the past 20 years has really scared me. The last 20 years of research, I've seen how sometimes we all get afraid of the vulnerability that we actually stop trying or doing anything that we're not already good at doing. So if it's not already comfortable, if we already don't have some expertise, if we don't already know how to do it and how to do it well. We're just not going to do it. And here's what's hard, she says, and I think scary about that. When we give up being new and awkward, we stop growing. And when we stop growing, we stop living. Jesus promises us that we might have life and have it abundant. But to have that life, we have to be willing to start here. Because when we let beginnings die, we too die, becoming hollowed shells of routine and conformity, merely pieces on some cosmic game board with a prescribed narrative. We are at a beginning. As poet Amanda Gorman reminded us this Wednesday, we are at a beginning in our nation. We are, she says, not broken, but simply unfinished. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean that we are striving for perfect. We are striving with purpose. These words are about our country but I think they're also about each of us. We are called to start here as our gospel reminds us today. And we can't wait for the perfect time because it will never come. We start here with uncertainty and fear. We start now immediately because these precious gifts of life are short. We start maybe alone, but quickly gathering good folks around us. We start hard and meaningful work that is uniquely ours, because each of us is on the cusp of continually becoming. We are on week three now of childcare. There have been lots of prayers, Lots of early pickups, (laughs) lots of conversations, and lots of extra snuggles. But this week, this week was a gold star review by Miss Evelyn. Eliza laughed and she played, she explored, she napped, and she ate. What was hard and unfamiliar and even scary has become part of her every day a place where she finds wonder and awe, joy, and love. I don't know why I thought starting would be easy. Starting takes time and gentleness, some flexibility and a whole lot of faith. But we start here, and we know that the hardness won't last forever. We might not do it perfectly, but we do it with love. A friend of mine recently gave me this pin, and I'm not one for pithy pins or badges or t-shirts, but I have to confess I wear this pin on my shirt every day. And the pin reads, world's okayest mom. I did not need to, I do not need to be the world's best mom. And Eliza doesn't need that either but I parent with love, bringing who I am, and rest in the assurance that that is enough. The enoughness in me, starting here and continually learning and growing as I live. If we are willing to risk and trust God's presence with us, never demanding perfection, but listening to God call us into the great what's next. What's next? Some stumbling and fumbling along, some anxiety and insecurity for sure. But what's next? We can educate ourselves. We can have hard conversations. We can welcome the stranger. We can let go of judgment and make room at the table. We can make sure that those who are sick and suffering are cared for. We can work for a world that is different, where everyone has enough. After all, this is how Jesus lived. What's next? Maybe sometimes we take a nap or take time by ourselves to pray or even spend an afternoon on a boat with friends. After all, this too is how Jesus lived. We are not called to do all of this work. After all, thank God, we are not Jesus. But we are called to our portion of this work. Recognizing that God gives each of us a life light, that we may be bold enough to shine it to the world. So what beginnings are you called to? What beginning is being born in you? I cannot answer that for you, but I pray that you take time to listen to the wisdom that lives inside of you, the song God's sung in your soul to share with the world. I don't know exactly what's next, but I do know, as Jesus reminds us, we have to be brave and bold. We have to gather good folks around us. And we have to start here. May it be so for me and for all of you, amen.